it's gonna. Nothing. I was trying to burp. Especially with the music, it would have been great to be like, That's your noises, is fart noise. Yeah. It's the best thing I got. Welcome podcast. The next, the round two, technically, but it's a week later. I don't know when the timeline is. Technicality O'Malley. Technicality O'Malley. If we just stop for a second, this we can is... hear cicadas in the background. Here, I'll point my microphone that way, too. It sounds like static, but those are cicadas screaming, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me before I die. That's my whole life. The last time this happened, we had a tree out back, and I would uh, hit him with tennis rackets. I would never do that now. It sounds morbid. That's what I used to do. And then you get mad at me and give me shit for pouring salt on slugs. I would, like I said, I wouldn't do it now. I would pour salt on slugs now. <laughs> That's evil. Fuck them. Fuck them. If I have ever felt that an insect deserves to live less. It's a slug? A sl- I'm fixing my microphone stand. A slug's the bottom of the line. So we have Anne-Marie and Tom with us again. Yeah. Back again. Woo. Still here. And I got caught. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> I, I said something before the podcast, so I didn't have to say something on it. But yes, yeah, Sam got caught. I got caught. <laughs> Clearly, it's bothering him. So we went out to lunch okay, between buddy. recording these two episodes. I'm not embarrassed because of like what it is. It's, it's just when it happened. What, what was the funniest to me is that you, Sam went to Google something and he pulled up his Google and I'm sitting next to him and I see the inside of a lady's vagina and asshole when he pulls up his Google. There are all kinds of pictures, whatever. And what's funny to me is that you know, he it's thinks... the whole page of a porno site. What he thinks is... Uh, which one? I want to know which one you watch. Uh, This was probably a red tube action. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) what's funny is that you immediately closed it out and like turned your phone off like, like, oh, I shouldn't be seeing this. And it's like, no, you're supposed to be Googling something like I'm waiting and looking over your shoulder. Like, I know you're embarrassed and you feel caught and you feel like you have to like close it. You know, it's the immediate finger fumble. I was like, yeah, I'm at. We're at lunch, oh boy. Dude, well, we're eating lunch with our friends, the Jeffreys. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I jerked off for the first time in months and months and months to pornography like two nights ago. Good, fantastic. So apparently we're in the same boat right now. So that's why I'm not mad at you or treating you shitty. It's just the timing. It's just the worst timing and, then, and it was awkward and then you threw your drink at Tom. Tom oh. I was, was doing that was nothing. Before. That was before. Oh, because nice it was still pent up in you. It, yeah. I, I spilled my Coca-Cola all over Tom. You're a red yeah. tube guy? Sure. It's like like I'm saying your thoughts are like this isn't all the time. <laughs> no, but I'm just that I never go to red tube, that's all. Well try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a you porn gal. You porn. <laughs> Which is funny because both of ours are iterations of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you are red tube and I am you porn. <laughs> Neither one of us intersect. And they both give us viruses on our phones. <laughs> I don't get viruses on my phone. And because it's only on my phone, I don't get viruses. <laughs> Good thinking. Isn't it, though? So welcome, Anne-Marie and Tom. <laughs> now, uh, 
to the listener a few weeks ago. It, it was two weeks Marie's ago. Episode with Kiss, music from the Elder. Yes, we kissed elders we for did. about an hour we and a half. many elders. Mm-hmm. And then now, it's Tom's. We decided yeah. to knock two episodes out in a day, which I find delightful. This uh, is a banked episode. Banking episodes, Tom. We're you already... ever start your own podcast, the feeling of banking an episode is the best. Well, and we've been doing this for over two and a half years now. So this has been an ongoing thing in our lives. So, and the only time we ever missed anything was when I thought I had COVID this past winter. Or when I've accidentally not hit the correct button like a few weeks ago on the Ed Gein episode, which was a day late because I didn't hit save. Yeah, but (laughs) but it still technically came out the same day. It just came out Mm -hmm. that night instead of in the morning. I, so that's yeah. the only difference. I'm saying we skipped two full weeks because I was sick and couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. So if we had banked episodes, we wouldn't have had to have missed anything. So that's why banked episodes are great. Yes. This now puts us ahead Who knows? two weeks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you, Jeffries. Yeah. So Anytime, we're really buddy. glad. Anytime. We're really glad because you yeah. guys, uh, you were on so early in the podcast. And there was such... I mean, there was that... I I want to say vroom or broom or like the wrong thing, but it's Zoom. Uh, was that what it was? It was Zoom. 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 Yeah, the Zoom. Meeting. So it was that for the first the one hundred and one episode, but that mm-hmm. still doesn't feel like I don't know. It feels like it's been so long since you guys have actually been on. So yep. it's nice to have you guys uh, doing this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't believe you would drive this far for. Just These to be on a two podcast. Fucking idiots. <laughs> well, who, who starts your episode with I got cut? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also just like a little weekend getaway for them. So and it yeah. goes as coke. It's just an excuse to leave the house when you guys your... are used to being on the road all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this your first venture with the new camper? No. No. Okay. This is our second season. Uh we've oh. already been to two camps. So it's been christened this is already. Our third, this, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a plus. That's before, more than what we've been doing. We've only been loving ourselves. Before <laughs> our, our first camping trip, it was christened. Nice. Oh, they didn't even wait until they went on the trip. They were like, we need to break this in first thing. Test drive. That's when, hey, you guys love each other. And that, that's a great thing. You guys are very sweet. I remember you invited me to your hotel room. Not in the way anybody thinks. <laughs> yeah, That's been yeah. a very dirty episode. You, you, you want to you <laughs> I think you saw me as like a good guy on the road, and you're like, hey, he needs a place to stay. Yeah. Let's invite him. We got an extra bed. Yeah, an extra bed. And I noticed you guys just, as you sleep, you hold each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, Michelle and I, it's like, get the hell away. <laughs> we have our own comforters. We wrap up in our own blankets. And we hug our blankets and ourselves. It was very We do sweet. not cuddle each other. And actually, that's something that your aunt brought up recently when I hung out with her last weekend, mm. is that her favorite times with Dave, her dead husband, was when they would just have these like cuddle sessions all night. And they would just, the whole night they would sleep. <laughs> that does not happen. <laughs> and then when I think of you and I and how we sleep and just wh- how we're comfortable, that would be so uncomfortable. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. But it was very sweet watching the Jeffries do it. No, it's it sweet when nice other people do you, it. Give me a bed. That was very mm-hmm. nice. I just I'll wake up and I'll have like waves in my hair because they'll twirl my hair all night. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> that really is sweet. He's getting all red. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and interject. Ooh, someone else is red rather than me. I was beat red right before the podcast. I'm sure your dick has been beat pretty red. <laughs> 
no i think it's i think it's nice because i mean i know we talk shit a lot but love is really the best thing that you can mm-hmm. have in the world in your life and uh when you're in a successful relationship it's really great that's i mean so many people don't have those no so many people are fucking miserable and they don't have yeah. something as simple as just like for us as well a confidant we don't have to worry about what the other one's yeah. doing or that the other one is like trying to hurt us to or fuck you over yeah. things like that no it's like it, he really is my my comfort my like home space yeah. and it's just nice to have that so it's good that you guys uh have that too you know love oh, it's a beautiful episode so, so, now- far. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're talking about love uh. it's time to start talking <laughs> about let's be real piss so (laughs) this is tom's episode this is tom and tom what did you provide us with this week i brought chuck berry i almost said said buck cherry that would have been pretty funny right oh Oh my god do you know about this are you familiar with this this is something that sam figured out and i looked it up and there's an actual video that that proved it buck cherry is but based off of chuck berry yeah okay you didn't know that yeah Okay. I didn't know that. We didn't I, know that. I looked at what your album was supposed to be, and my eyes saw Buck Cherry. Yeah. And then I blinked, and I went, oh, it says Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. And then my brain went, wait a minute. Is <laughs> Buck Cherry supposed to be like Chuck Berry? So and he sent me a text, and he was like, does everyone know this except for me? And I was like, yeah. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was total news. I, I mean, because there's like... Mm, Buck cherry could be easily like like just, black cherry. I, like yeah. for me, it just I, yeah. it doesn't. I guess I'd never made that separation. I, like it'd be like mulberry or like <laughs> like any of that stuff. Like yeah. buck cherry in my head could have just been like a kind of cherry Leonard that I just Maltenberry. don't know about. Right. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. A Leonard Maltonberry. What's this album called? I don't remember. Is it just like a best of the London no. Chuck Berry Sessions? Oh. So it's a series. A series that this London recording group did, and they had over like multiple artists, shows, different artists come in and do a session recording, and then they would mix it with also a live performance. I like this. Those cicadas in the background are intense. Yeah, I know. I was still, I heard too. <laughs> this is really going to mark it in time, though, because oh, right. like I said to you recently, this is going to be the last time that I ever see a cicada. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I'm not going to live to be 52 years old. You know you are. Yeah. No. Yeah. The tartar that is building up inside of my heart. It's pronounced tartar. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would like to cream tartar this out of my heart, uh, I'm pretty sure my total eclipse is coming sooner than later. <laughs> Turn around. Every now and then. <laughs> I wish I knew more of the words. <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit blah, 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 blah. I'm pretty much on the same boat. <laughs> so before we get started on this, you a big Chuck Berry fan? Is this like in your blood? You grow up with it? I need to know why you chose Chuck Berry. Because the last time you were here as your episode, you chose a band that talked about getting food orders wrong. Right. So I'm very interested where the Chuck Berry is coming from. <laughs> That's an interesting way to sum it up. Well, I, I have very varied tastes with music. Yes. Um, my parents would always listen to oldies. And so. So your parents liked the rock and roll. I liked the rock and roll. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So this trickled down from your parents. Yeah. Chuck Berry in particular. Because they would. They no, liked Chuck just Berry. that would be one that would be played on the radio just a lot. Old classic rock when, and roll. When they would listen to the radio. So. When you ride in a car that doesn't have seatbelts built into yeah, it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was never <laughs> alive Sitting backwards for that. in a station wagon. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, the that's station so my wagons favorite with times. the rear facing seat. Yes, my mm-hmm. mom had one. Yeah, and my cousin and I would drive. You know, she'd like take us places. And we'd look at people as they drove by, and we'd call them characters of the United States. And we'd be like, look how goofy this guy looks. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, both of us, if you met my cousin, he's even goofier looking than I am. We are both. That is not possible. He is, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I Michelle, don't believe it. Michelle, Ryan, goofier looking than me, right? Yes. Okay, there you go. Um, okay. In the same world, though. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about seatbelt laws in the United States. Okay, please. Chuck Berry would love us, too. These were statewide. These were state-regulated rules. These were not the same across the nation, which right. I think is interesting. Right. So it looks like, for example, I'm only being shown, like, four. The top four, for some reason, with in- Indiana being the top because it knows that that's where I live. Um, so, for example, Iowa and Kansas were July 1st of 1986. Oh, what? How? What? When uh when, when seat bells when oh, seat belts okay. became mandatory. Gotcha. In Indiana, July first, nineteen eighty seven. So okay. we were babies. Yeah. Kentucky, July fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. Yep. Yeah. They waited eight more years. <laughs> Trying to kill the inbreeding. I bet New York was oh. <laughs> I bet New York was real early on really seat right. belts. Yeah, yeah. New York has like on that note, wait. Gas laws where there's That's no hilarious. Thing on it. I just clicked on it. New York was the first state to pass a law which required vehicle <laughs> occupants to wear seatbelts. A law that came into effect on December first, nineteen eighty four. New Hampshire is the only state that has no enforceable laws for wearing of seatbelts in a vehicle. Nice. New Hampshire still Nice. We're moving to New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Woo! (laughs) Going through the window. (laughs) I'm truly shocked. So I want to know when West Virginia, because they are. West Virginia. West Virginia. Whenever I go to New York, it drives me crazy how they don't have the thing that I can prop up to fuel my gas. I do not like to drive through West Virginia. Why not? Oh, that's right. Scared your mute some wild and wonderful whites? Well, that's where inbreeding is like the worst. (laughs) The, the the lowest educated That's, state, I believe, is West Virginia. Yeah. Like, the state that people have been vacating a lot recently, people are leaving West Virginia. Beautiful. Oh, she had a deer in West Virginia. Fuck West Virginia. West Virginia <laughs> is like dumb-dumb town. Dumb-dumb town. Jeez. That's why the deer I don't feel that way car. about you, West Virginia. However, I do feel that way about Arkansas. Fuck you, Arkansas. The District of Columbia enforced it on the day of my birth, December 12th, 1985. Beautiful. Beautiful. With a $50 fine. Oh, I didn't realize there were other things. We don't need to talk about this. This is so interesting. Fascinating. Tell me about it, guys. (laughs) I am thrilled. Let's get into this uh, Buck Cherry album. Yeah. Let's Let's listen to Charles Berry. Let's start with the song Let's Boogie. Come on. So for me, because again, we are recording this back to back. Yes. After the kiss. So for me, it was such a relief. It was literally a physical (laughs) relief after kiss stopped. Feel like a pressure valve. (laughs) And then this song started because I think this is a good, this is a good starter. Yes, very much so. It's got the energy. It's got, it's not fucking around because a lot of this album is, or some of it at least is live. So... Yeah, this just sounds solid. This is a good starter, in my opinion. Classic blues run. That's it. Classic That's it. rock and roll blues run. Yeah. Uh, 
you're a fan of the podcast, or at least you listen. I don't know if you like it, but you listen to it. Uh, Johnny Winter, do you remember that album? Yes. Did you enjoy that? Because this reminds me of... Yeah. Well, obviously, Chuck Berry became before Johnny Winter, but I get a lot of Johnny Winter vibes when I'm listening right. to this. Right, right. I didn't know if you were like, hey, yeah. Well, I don't listen to Johnny Winter a lot, but... Yeah. You know, I mean... It, I see where you're going with it sounding very similar. Good. Tell me I'm correct. <laughs> I didn't even notice it until you brought it up, but as soon as you brought it up to me, yeah, I heard the similarities. But obviously it's Johnny Winter being inspired by Chuck right. Berry, because Chuck Berry is thought to be one of the the first of I mean, the rock and yeah. roll musicians, at least popular mm-hmm. rock and roll musicians. Right. Even though uh, Lil Richard likes to take that... He likes to claim that he was the he's the grandfather of rock and roll. He was the starter. There was probably some dude in the backwoods somewhere else that was doing this shit before him. Before any of these people you never even heard of. I think that's fair, but in the same right, I think you should like Lil Richard more than you do, even though I know you saw him live, but you're not a big fan. I don't know. Well, yeah. no, he oh, screamed shit. like a motherfucker. Like, he, he seemed like not only did he have a foot in the door on rock and roll. He definitely did. But he had the foot in the door on hard rock. Yeah, like, yeah. And just, yeah. like, letting it all go and just, yeah. Right. Getting yes. real deep in it. Yeah, I saw little Richard. He was the shiniest man I've ever seen <laughs> I in my life. I bet he was. Dude, it was a WGRR oldies fest, and he was the headliner. And I swear his suit was made out of tiny mirrors. Like, probably. All the light shining on it. He was just so bright. Like, like a human sized disco ball. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And I remember it being fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. My mom took it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's be real. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Chuck Berry, except that he ripped off Marty McFly. We all know that Marty McFly was the real composer to these songs. From the, yes. the guy the who went to the, the past before he went back to the future. Right. Correct. Um, the only thing I really know about Chuck Berry is that he likes to watch bitches pee. Yeah, how do you defend this? Well, he can't defend it. You, you know about that, right? No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No, you don't... That's why she's brought up pee several times. I had a feeling that there was something going on. but I... He had a... I think, I think it was he... a restaurant, and he literally... He put hidden cameras in there. Oh, shit. He had a whole thing with watching bitches pee. All right. So, I know that. So us being the couple of critics, oh, we think oh, about oh, it. Oh, you... Chuck Berry pee. So oh, this you... whole time, you went, you went we have been making piss jokes oh. all week. Well, I get it. Because for me... I don't think Chuck Berry writes love songs about women. I think he writes love songs about piss. <laughs> is he writing these songs? Or is he just playing I the I can't classic? believe you oh, didn't know about no. this. His legacy was completely changed when people found out that he sort of. was a piss man. <laughs> Everybody's got their fetish, right? I mean, That's I don't it. dislike Michael Jackson. I think it was music. more the unconsensual videotaping. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it's... <laughs> and it's the grossest probably. thing. Hey, it's beautiful. It's love. It's nature. No, it's not love. It's pissing. It's depositing of wastes. It's literally the opposite of that. There's nothing being put into it's, it. Everything is being taken out. It's the excretion of excess water from your body. Excess? You mean, I don't have anything. I mean, you'll, <laughs> I think you'll piss even if you're dehydrated. No. no. It depends on how dehydrated you are because yeah. most people are dehydrated. 
Yeah. To an not extent. Me. I drink too much Coca-Cola. Most people to be <laughs> shut up. Most people do not drink enough I've water. I've quite a bit through my skin mm-hmm. this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sam so, threw a glass of I didn't throw a glass at him. Yeah, you did. You got I mad like a, a real housewife. <laughs> so this album, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he playing with? Is this like you said live at London? Multiple What's going people. on here? So Do you know anything well, about it? It's his band okay. that he's working with. All right. Actually, the guitarist and the drummer went on to form the band Average White Group. Average White Band? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Michelle's very happy to hear that. They yeah. did Cut the Cake. I was yeah. talking about that yeah. the whole time at my friend Sharon's little yeah. wedding last weekend when they were talking about Cut the Cake. I was like, I'm going to play Cut the Cake by Average White Band. Yep, yep. they formed that. Um, so this was... What? That's cool. This was released in 72. 1972. Okay. Um, the first side of the album was studio recorded okay. at Pie Studios in London. Uh, side two was recorded live. I'm playing a little bit of Average White Band. This used to be my alarm. This is yeah. Pick Up the Pieces. I would say this is their most popular song, but continue. Side, I'm sorry. No, that's right. Uh, side two was recorded live uh, February 1972 at Lanchester Arts Festival in Coventry, England. Do you know when Chuck Berry started? Like, how old is he when he's making this? Well, at this point, he was probably in his mid-20s. He's, oh, okay. He was in the 50s when he started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Wait, so how would he be in the mid-20s if this thing is in the 70s? Start when he was 10? Yeah. I don't know. Gotcha. Math was never my strong point. Hey. He's probably older than that. Probably. In the 70s. Probably, well, yeah, he's probably in his 30s. Apparently, Chuck Berry also farted and peed on hookers. Continue. Oh, my God. Chuck Berry peed in women's eyes. Let me continue wow. on. Let me continue into this Reddit feed. This is horrific. Chuck Berry peed in women's eyes what? and farted in their faces. <laughs> what are some of the other beloved celebrities who have a dark secret that most people don't know about? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 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 As if farting in someone's face is anything close to peeing on them. It's weird. It's weird to top it off like that's the cherry on top. As if peeing on someone isn't the worst part of it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it's all horrifying. Well, <laughs> yeah. What is I don't... this? Chuck Berry's forced <laughs> circumcision at age Whoa. 17 probably contributed to his bizarre sexual fantasies late in life. Okay, I am. There are too many you things. Get this, that rabbit hole is getting awful deep. All, <laughs> no, you literally just have to Google Chuck Berry pee tapes, and the world that is open up to you is wild. I... I am not Googling that. <laughs> Sam? Yes. Don't Google it. I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. What are you doing? Well, that was just an extra song Don't I was watch playing anyway. <laughs> I, no. Okay. I'm just kind of going. Yeah, he peed on a lady. Can, can, he peed on a white lady uh, in a tub. Okay. Can, can I'm go, just saying. Can he, we go back to Chuck Berry, please? <laughs> she isn't Chuck Berry. No, I've literally music. been talking about Chuck Berry the entire no, time. The music, please. <laughs> we were listening to Average White Band, though. <laughs> we were, but goddamn. Yeah, what's the next Chuckle song? I think that that's definitely worth discussing. I don't know why you don't think that that's worth diving real hard into, <laughs> but let's go into Mean Old World. Here I am just wanting to talk about urine the whole time. Farting in faces of hookers. I guess the hooker is the best person to fart in the face <laughs> of because you don't respect them. Did they mean. Get, did they get paid? I assume so. I, I hope there's some oh, gas is, compensation. This is classic chicken oh. wire on the stage blues. blues. 
Bruises is like Delta Bruises. There's a thing about the blues, though. It can get very boring very fast if not done almost exactly right. It's right. very strange to me. There's like a lot of blues artists that I don't really get into. Yeah. Because it's. And it's very easy to be repetitive in like every song. Song. Well, it's the a twelve-bar blues. Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, there's a lot of bands, and I'm sure you would agree. Like, there's like if you if, you, if I was listening to a death metal band, they all sound the same. Hey, and I do yep. listen to them, and right. they do sound the right. same. Right. right. So I mean, <laughs> blues bands, it's the same thing. I say it all the time. Like I used to be like country. You know, I always bitch about country. I'd say, you know, they put on that fake twang, and they go, and then I thought about, it and I was like. Well, Sam, death metal guys don't walk around talking like this. <laughs> like they're putting on a fake voice too. So yeah. who cares anyway? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you should care about both, and you should hate them both. Shush. No, I don't think you have the right to tell me anything, I... boy. Who's been caught? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I gave myself up to, and yeah. we're we're totally equal because we're both jerking off. The openness between you two is beautiful. Is it? Yes. It is. We're shining through. You want to know what, though? I think communication is one of our strongest things, and that's what... Yeah, there's no holding back. There's that's, one, sure. that's one of the hardest <laughs> things that a lot of yeah. people have in their relationship. And Michelle's good for that because she's brutally honest anyway, no matter who's around. Yeah. It's not just me. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm hated. <laughs> that's why most of my family get new Facebook accounts and they don't re-add me, or they just straight delete me. I am not... I am not for the faint of heart, and apparently a lot of people I'm related who I'm related to are the faint of heart. <laughs> okay. But no, yeah, no. Communication is a lot. Absolutely. I think it matters. Oh, definitely. But sorry to make so much of your episode about us. It's okay. I'm just. I'm blues jamming over here. I was in it. I'm Damn enjoying away, this. Yeah. I can say it's that. Nice and. Blues music is just. I mean, some people, I guess, don't like it. I don't see how you can't like blues music. It's it's the it's the foundation of rock and roll. Right. Yeah. It, it can evoke a very deep emotion. Like you could feel the blues. I can feel Not this. Not necessarily feel like sad or I'm blue. It's just like right. Yeah. You know how some songs are recorded and it just feels like plastic. It just doesn't have any texture or substance yeah. no to substance. it. Very. Yes. I don't think I've ever heard any blues recording that it wasn't like. Oh, I can feel the room. I can, right. like, feel the guy sweating it out. I'm, like, doing that face, looking up, you know. So. Yes? I found this interesting. Okay. It, it has nothing to do with pee. Are you sure? <laughs> Damn. She'll I'm, find a way sorry. to make it pee. <laughs> sorry to disappoint you. Uh, I'd, I'd learned that um, a lot of, like, your old blues artists. Yeah. Like, they would have this, you know, bar of music that they'd play between verses, you know, between lines of, of lyrics. Yeah. And it's because they're thinking of what to say next. <laughs> so a lot, some of those songs, they're That's making fair. them up on the fly. That's funny. And it's like, well, I'll just play this bar of music and that'll give me time to like, yeah, so yesterday. <laughs> that makes sense. I went to the drugstore. Yeah. Hey, it's built-in improv technique. That's right, man. Exactly. Give you plenty of time to think. Yeah. I like it when you find out that things that give a sound at certain sound were actually a utilitarian right. reason. No, we only did that because we couldn't well, do this. Because a lot, a lot of the times, you know, these people were jamming live. Yeah. And it's just like, well, we got to kill an hour. Yeah. All right. I, I know 12, you know, I got four, four chords that I've got to fill an hour with. 
<laughs> okay, let's just let's just jam for an hour. Yeah. I feel like this is the epitome of summertime type music. Yep. Like you imagine, yeah, like someone Sweat. sweating it out. Mm-hmm. You're drinking like tea or something, something iced, some iced beverage. And yeah, it just has a very like for me it has a very summer feel. Laid back. Yeah. yeah. Add those cicadas in there and it's all just perfect, man. Uh, you know what? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect ambience. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Because you can. That's that, why you do that it. That is not the sound of a cicada. He does it every episode. <laughs> he really does. If he can, he didn't do it on your kiss no, one. Thank no, goodness. he didn't. This I'm surprised because it was kiss. Good so, thing I have editing skills. Uh, the magic uh, of editing. Coming in now. Gene Simmons' tongue and everything. <laughs> oh, it would have been perfect. Uh, <laughs> would it? Because that is yeah, not desirable to me. As a lady. No. No. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you listen to the most in this? Like, do you gravitate towards the bass, the drums, or the vocals? Are you a guitar guy? Well, you're a bassist. Well, yeah, because I I play bass. Yeah. I I tend to gravitate to listening to the bass and, you know, what they're doing and Mm -hmm. and where they're going with it. Um, But, yeah, I, I listen to... Lyrics are actually probably the least thing I listen to in, in this music. It's just the the music itself. Yeah, as a whole. Just this kind of music, or music in general. More so with this kind of music. I mean, in general, it it can it can apply there too, but with blues especially. So I want to ask because you two are actually musicians, and Anne Marie and I are not. So when you are listening to music, Anne Marie, what I mean, obviously, if there's like a killer bass something happening or the mm-hmm. per- percussion is just fucking stellar what is it that you usually are listening to first lyrics the lyrics yeah. and the vocalist okay mm-hmm. so I, I think that that's most people who aren't actually musicians but sometimes if the lyrics are real bad then you know you're more <laughs> then you gotta to turn to the music <laughs> yeah, well exactly. sometimes the music just you know takes yeah. over anyway so i it wonder does. if people who play an instrument typically listen to that instrument uh, it's just kind of uh, built probably, into you. Probably. Which you, it's kind of difficult because you're a guitarist, you play bass, and you play drums. So what do you actually hear first, Sam, do you think? Uh, depends on what the mixing engineer is kind of trying to focus on. You can tell, like, if you mix your own music, you can tell if a guy is trying to make you hear the drums more or if he's highlighting the bass. But I'm going to probably say I hear the guitar line <clears throat> first and foremost. No. But I do go back. When I re-listen to things, I will consciously say, all right, I want to hear what the bass is doing. And then I'll be like, oh, fuck, what's on that line? I didn't even notice it the first time. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, with uh, blues, bass players are oftentimes more interesting to me than the guitar player. Because the guitar player is generally, unless he's soloing, it's generally just like a dun-dun-dun-dun. Kind of but scale. the bass guy can be going like... Bum, bum, bum. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was or good. Or just, just a smooth up and down walk. Mm. Just, yep, yep. Just doing scales or something, yeah. So I'm also curious, back again to Anne-Marie as a non-musician, as we both are. Hey, Anne-Marie ki- plays a killer... Kazoo? Say something, Anne-Marie. Kazoo. I used to play the clarinet. I see. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. So if you're not listening to the vocals first, what instrument do you think usually gets your attention first? Is it a, like guitar or percussion? Depending on the bad band, but um, usually the bass, just because it's deeper, it's kind of it kind of 
feel it? You feel it, yeah. For me, That's bass is your always drums. last. Your drums yeah. first. Usually I'm percussion. because no, you can feel it. Unless there's like a crazy guitar solo, it's going to be percussion for me as well. It, Which, I mean, percussion and bass are, go hand in hand. This is, this is why she and I get along so well. Because she sucks your penis. Jesus. <laughs> this episode is off the rails. I was going to say well, that. Well, it's got to be part of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. No. <laughs> it's quite all right. It's just through. None of their friends are listening to this episode. <laughs> We're all adults here. <laughs> adults. I, I like to try and get when I tune my bass up to get yeah. you to feel it. Like I like. What does that mean? Finding the brown note. Oh. The last thing that I want to do when I'm enjoying music is shit my pants. I don't know about That's you. That's when I know I've, I've got That's it dialed success. in. I've got it dialed Ooh. in. When I'm standing in front of the amplifier, getting things you know dialed in, and I feel my insides rumble. You're that, there. That's a sweet spot. There it is. I like this stuff. That's fair. I like a good heavy bass. Oh, yeah. Because, again, for me, bass gets lost in the mix a lot of times. Bass yep. is one of those things that can make or break a Absolutely. tone on an album. Like, yep. if it's mm-hmm. not good, it's not going to sound good. But if a guy's... The breaking it is what I don't understand. I understand the making it. But I guess I don't I don't have uh, an example sh- of a bad I, I bass. I shouldn't say that it won't still be successful. It's that if it was done in a good way, mm-hmm. it would make it over the top. The Metallica and Justice for All album. Yeah, there's no bass on that. Like, the... Very minimal they, amount of bass. That flew like a jet over my head. There is no bass upon that album, and they no. well, consciously did it's that. there. They just turned it. Yeah, way they just turned down. it way, way fucking down. Back. Is, yeah. Who's the bass player of Metallica? Is it that guy? At with, that point, it was Jason Newstead, but mm-hmm. it was the first album that he came on because Cliff Burton had died. Kirk guy play. Kirk Hammett plays guitar. Mm-hmm. James Hetfield plays guitar. I figured. Lars Ulrich plays the drums. drums. So who's their bass player now? Rob Trujillo. Trujillo. So their bass player has never been someone that I've known, I guess. They've never been like one of the most talked about people. Uh, Cliff Burton was the original bass player. Mm -hmm. He He got popular from Metallica. Right. Jason Newstead was in another band called Voivod and some other things like Flotsam and Jetsam, I think. Yes. Was he in Voivod? Did I get that wrong? I don't remember. I don't know, but I know he played. He was in Flotsam and Jetsam, so he was like in the scene, and then he got the job, and then he became way more famous as one of, like, as the Metallica bass player. Then he left, and now Rob Trujillo is that his name? Trujillo, something like that. He was in another band called like uh, Infectious Grooves, and he played with somebody else. So he was a known bass player. He wasn't unknown, but did you know that he borrowed? A bass to uh, try out for, for that. No. Yeah, he walks in to to try. He didn't out. own a bass. Oh, he does. He just oh, walked okay. in and said, "Hey, can I use one of yours?" <laughs> and they went, "Um, okay." Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a power move. Yeah, totally. That's a that's totally a total power like, move. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna bring mine. You're just guys. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna borrow one of yours. But the, I remember they picked him because they said he plays with his fingers like Cliff Burton used to. Yep. Jason Newstead played with a pick. Yep. I like when you play on your gut that your whole gut like jiggles. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next song on this Chuck Berry album. I will not let you go. And by that, he means pee. And by that, he means going to play the intro to Johnny Be Good for the first time many times. Yes. And that goes back to what I was saying about how... Was he just truly just, a one-trick pony? It's a, it's a standard blues. I think it's just a blues. It was his standard blues riff because yeah. I've never heard it in any anyone do it but yeah, him. It's just 
Hey man, you got a trademark, mm, make it happen. Hey I this enjoy this. Really sounds like Johnny Winter. Yeah. Not I know it's reverse, right. but Johnny Winter sounds a lot like Chuck Berry. Yes. Well, Chuck Berry had, even though he would kind of scream and make his voice raspier, he was still a pretty clean... Huh? Just had a lot of oh, yeah! <laughs> he still... He has a pretty clean voice. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I would say so, too. I think he's got a soulful voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen to that... Something sounds incomplete with that. Is that just old recording styles? I don't know what you mean by incomplete. The guitar tone doesn't sound right. It sounds like if you plug in an electric guitar but don't turn it on. And He's like playing you're... in a different spot on the, on the strings. It just sounds weird. It sounds like muted or like it doesn't flow he is, right. He is, he is partly muting it sometimes to calm the chords down. <clears throat> it's just a clean guitar amp just from the back of the day. It was the tone they liked. No I always distortion. thought it was a weird tone, though. It almost sounds That's that like... surfer sound. It just almost sounds fake, I guess. Really? It doesn't make sense, but like... Oh, it's like the most true guitar <laughs> tone no, there is. It makes sense, there's but I guess... No processing at <laughs> I <guess>. <laughs> Even distortion is like, yes, that's not. more. I guess because it just seems like it's not something that was made into something. Like, it's just something that was thrown in. <laughs> because most people wouldn't opt for that tone. A lot of people opt for that tone. But I don't like it. So okay. I guess I, 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 guess I feel that's that people the, shouldn't. I guess that's what I really mean by all of that. Is that that's, you and know the, I like the song, but it's just that it's that muted, like, bring. It almost sounds like rock band or something. Like you're not getting like a full strum sound out of it. Because he's going for it. He's palm muting the strings. Yeah. It's okay. You guys know what that is. I, I'm not a guitar player, so you literally I don't put your palm of your hands on the strings and play. Okay, so as so you still get a sound, you still get sound out of it, but it doesn't. The strings don't vibrate as much, so you don't get as much of a. So as mu- musicians, do you find like times when that's beneficial, or do you enjoy that sound? I palm mute all the time. You just well, don't notice it. I do, but it's on accident. <laughs> so intentional, non intentional. Yeah, I'm totally. But like, you don't. Do you mind the sound when it? Because it sounds different, obviously. Yeah. Do you mind it when you do it? No, I don't mind it at all. It's, it is it's used just, all the time. Every guitar player uses palm muting. It's all just the, the time. way that it it's sounds on this, this old style that it just yeah. sounds yeah. So, it's so abrupt clean. or it's something. So, it's, it's so, so clean, like, and he's got his highs turned up, like the trebles boosted. So yeah. it just sounds like a plackety sound. Yeah. It is plackety. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it's, it's but being that's, mixed. That's the way it would sound if I turned off my distortion. It's like a regular plackety sax. You know, like in metal when it's like, and they're just doing like, that's palm muting, heavy fucking palm muting. It is? Yeah. Yeah, if they were to do that... I'm just, just doing it on the low strings, and I've got distortion. Yeah, if you turn the distortion off and turn the treble I've up... I've got a guitar right here. Yeah, you, yeah well, you... T- I guess it's it's just interesting for me. Hold on. This is demonstration on. time, kids. Please. <laughs> I need this, uh, apparently, to... I need a, a visual All right. for it to make sense. This is without palm muting. I understand what it is. I hate it. And this is how it sounds... That sounds so good. That's and the low strings. Like, that's metal. 
and that's technically the same thing. Yeah. It's just that it's faster. See, my, that's just the same technique. My hand, you see my uh, hand? Yeah, but the it, technique. Is, the technique. It's just I'm not playing these strings. He's playing on. He's playing on the lower. He, that sounds like shit. Sounds okay to me. <laughs> I guess I don't like it. It's too bright. Yeah. And you also use your and palm abrupt. to mute strings that you're not playing, so it doesn't ring. Yeah, guitar guitars are too intricate for me. <laughs> and they hurt my fingers because I have kid hands. And I have that, short why, fingers. That's why I play bass. I don't have to touch those skinny strings. That... But they're also heavier strings to have to push down. Aren't they? Yeah, they're heavier, yeah. but you get used to it. Because yeah. they're thicker, and you're still like pushing your little fingers which are like half the size of the fucking, or twice the size of the string. At least I feel like that. I don't have big hands. You small-handed so freak. When I've tried to, because when we were in like fifth grade, yeah, I think we're pretty similar. Really? Oh, wait, 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 Sam's hands similar. are way bigger than mine. Yeah, they're, they're a bit bigger. Yeah, I, when we were in like fifth oh, grade, we had a music teacher who came in and actually, because usually music growing up was always just singing. And then we had a guy come in who actually, he taught us, like playing, I always want to say bells, and I don't, that's not what it is. Marimbas. And Gord Marimbas. He had Ooh. us play guitar and just different things for different segments of the year. And the guitar wasn't your thing? Guitar was never my thing. Like, ever, we had the recorder thing before him, yeah. but he brought in actual instruments for us to play and was like music is much more than just singing which yeah. i totally right. appreciate looking yeah, back yeah. on like oh, thank yeah. goodness for him that he opened up our worlds because then when he moved to the middle school we had each person had a, a like a desk which was a computer music and a and desk. a keyboard setup so it was a whole oh, thing yeah, and each of us and like yeah and like middle school it's really cool so he brought so much more than just singing to music for us. And now while Michelle didn't go for the guitar, that's when I started my guitar journey. Hey, because I right. couldn't physically do it. It was so uncomfortable for me to physically do it. But I, I cherished those times. My favorite was actually making making the stuff on, on the computer and actually like piecing songs together, which is why I also went to school for audio recording. But Sam went to a workshop and I went to Indiana University, which was way more like, okay, you have to take physics classes. She went to look at books. I went to go play with chords and microphones. Right. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, it didn't last for me. It was pretty awful. So let's get back into this Chuck Berry thing. But, yeah, the, I don't know. The musical aspects of it, I think, is all very interesting, especially with guitar playing, because in my mind, you have to have longer fingers to be a guitar player. Otherwise, nope. it's very physically uncomfortable. You don't have to. You don't have to, but can be a little bit easier to make some of the stretches that you have to do. And they also make short-scale guitars. They do. I don't really know what that means, but (laughs) you can explain it in a second where I'm going to play London Berry Blues. What are short-scale guitars? Oh, here we go again. (laughs) Hey, Chuck, you got to check this kid out. He's got your sound you're looking for. Listen to this. And let's be real. When Johnny Be Good actually happens, it doesn't have that classic guitar line, (laughs) which is very weird because the whole time listening to it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, here it goes. Because I was fooled. He's teasing the audience. That's exactly what it is. And this is is the recorded stuff. This isn't even done live. So oh, you, yeah, are you right. saying you think he's started every song like Johnny Be Good? Sure. Get the crowd fired <laughs> up. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, here we go, kids. Imagine the disappointment every time it's not actually Johnny Be Good. People are like, but you know then, what? But then when he actually goes into it. Oh, yeah. 
Then and all night, people are like, you know what? It's getting late. I'm tired. I think I'm going to go home. Dude, hold on. You might start. It's on. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> Damn it. All right, I'll stay one more. Oh, <laughs> uh, he fooled me again. Chuck got me again. But I can't leave because he hasn't played Johnny B. Good yet. Right. And if I don't hear that completed riff, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, all right. I wonder if this is mostly instrumental. I can't remember. It is. It is. It is? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. so it is six minutes long. We're only a minute and a half in so far. This would be fun to play the guitar, too. It this seems is, like this song is like all the songs mixed into one. Yeah, that makes ah, sense. Like a medley. Like a medley. Yeah. The Johnny Be Good, Johnny Be Good, Johnny Be Good medley. <laughs> With a little dingling in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that song. <laughs> How long is that song? Too fucking long. <laughs> it's almost minutes. four times too long, I'd say, if you ask me. It's 11 minutes. It's over mm. 11 minutes. Michelle found out that Sam was playing with his thing. <laughs> so you were doing research you, for the podcast. Because you, you lie. Because you talk about how you don't ever touch yourself. Then? <laughs> the last time you asked. <laughs> Sam has become a man, apparently. I'm a man. Mazel tov. <laughs> Are you a sock man? I have to know. <laughs> Random shirt, man. <laughs> so there's a shirt in that bedroom right now covered in your cum. There's a cum-covered shirt in there. There's probably a cum shirt in the laundry. Yeah. I'm going to find it and shame you, son. Oh, I even called you son at the end of that. What the fuck does that mean? That's I weird. I was really wishing it was a sock. I've never no. known anyone who actually jerked off into a sock. Oh, because oh you don't want to see that. No, I kind of do. No, no, no. You don't want to see that. <laughs> I kind of do because I think that it seems like the perfect receptacle. Like, is there a better receptacle than a sock? No, there's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, other than down the drain, I would definitely argue that that's better. But a sock just seems like it's built for... Cut open Mountain Dew bottle. It's designed for your catcher. foot. It's a cum catcher. It's designed for your foot. And to catch cum that runs down your leg into your sock. I used to work in a lab that we used to do semen um, specimen what? collections. And the one Wait, guy. Specimen what? Collections. Oh, collections. And they actually, one guy actually dropped off um, a sack full of cum. A sack of cum? A sack? Like, so, like a grocery bag? No, no a sack. sack. Oh my oh, God. Sock. I thought you were saying sack. What's that supposed to do like, anything? Here, uh, I'm giving you my semen sample. Uh, I collected it in the sock. Yeah. Instead of in the cup like you're supposed to. So yeah. was it dry in the sock, or was the sock wet? It was leaking. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty nasty. Of course it was leaking. That's I what was, I wanted to know. It was inside a paper bag, and it was like the paper bag. You could see that was ready to fall out because it was all paper yeah, was, and cloth. Two things that absorb the thing he's trying to get rid of. It doesn't make any sense. The in, guy's not too bright. Into a no. McDonald's bag is the way to go. And he wanted it. was for a fertility test. And I'm like, <laughs> No. Well, your yeah, sock, how you can't get like that's the, the that's, sock is very no. impregnable. <laughs> I'm not pouring that thing off. And Try again. <laughs> and it's contaminated. Yep. Yep. With feet? Test over. I don't think feet is the worst thing that those Doesn't socks matter. have touched. And it contaminated. Ruins the test. Yeah, you got you got all the fibers in the sock, and mm-hmm. it's gonna come back a sock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Did it feel good to get the poison out, Sam? It felt great. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
And then I fell asleep. You got her speechless. Because I had a very similar situation like two nights ago. And then you fell asleep. Yes, I stayed up way too fucking late. (laughs) Fantastic. At least we're healthy sexually with ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. These two Christian things and we just jerk off because we're sad as hell. Look at us. We have a podcast, baby. We're cool. I can really play the guitar. We are married friends while these guys actually love each other. <laughs> can you believe it? This whole thing is a lie. Sam, that was a really piss poor ending. <coughs> no, Sam. Move over, Chuck. Baird. Move over, Chuck. <laughs> And Buck. I think it's roll over Beethoven. It is. Not roll move over, over Chuck Berry. Roll over Beethoven. Show like the ball. <laughs> roll over Beethoven. I'm singing uh, Little Richard, excuse me. Did, you, did your kids ever watch that movie, Beethoven, about the dog? I did. No. I didn't know if the ages were right, because you have younger kids, mm-hmm. right? His oldest is 24. Are you, you're yeah. older than him? Are you? Oh, I never even thought about that. I just assumed yeah. that you started fucking sooner. Nope. <laughs> well, you are on fire this episode. Well, I, I'm in a mood. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a mood. So how much older, can I ask? Five years. That's not old at all. That's no. not that much older. But your your kids are like much older because his kids are still in school or you have some, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's because his first daughter is younger than him. So the first one came She was only 16 And then you were like Fuck this little kid shit I'm going for an old lady Who knows what she wants And I want it I'm gonna take this (laughs) animal I'm trying to be positive I'm sorry She's crazy enough To go through the teenage years again Hell yeah That sounds miserable Yeah you signed up for that I went through the teenage years One time And that was with myself And it was terrible enough but I don't need to go through it with someone else. You're getting tinges of it with nieces and nephews I, right now. Mostly with nieces. The nephew's okay. He's just he's just a little stoner kid. <laughs> Let's move along to taking a piss break. Oh, we're on break time? We only have eight songs on this entire album. This cool. is a short I'm, one. I'm going to go see Chuck in the bathroom. <laughs> He'll see Enjoy. you in the bathroom, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Make a donation to Chuck. I was on the same track. He thought I was going to do Frank Zappa, but no. It was uh, it was Chumbawamba is the route I went to come back. Doing some tub thumping. We're talking about pee, guys. We came here to review pee. And I'm going to tell you right here and now. Drink plenty of water. Peeing is very relieving. <laughs> yes. It rhymes if you say that. I can't hear myself, so if you could turn things up a little bit more. I need those cicadas to be screaming. No, it's not how it was before, but that's fine. There you go. I can really hear the cicadas now. Ooh, it's beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about pee. We're talking about Chuck Berry. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are talking about Chuck Berry, the London Sessions. We have Tom and Anne-Marie here once again. I believe it's actually pronounced Anne-Marie and Tom-Marie, but we can deal with that later. Anne-Marie always gets top billing. Always. Shouldn't the woman be first? It's like if you're opening a door, you're going to let the woman go through first, Not every woman. No, sir. (laughs) Cruella DeVille. Yeah. No, sir. Just because you don't respect me doesn't mean that I'm not a woman. I wasn't going to say you. But you don't hold doors open for me. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sometimes I also push you. <laughs> <other ones. laughs> my God, what just happened? <laughs> oh, my God, Michelle. She took a shower. That's awful. <laughs> That's a reference to when you spilled the Sprite all over yourself. It was Dr. Pepper, and that hasn't Dr. come Pepper. out yet. But that will be coming out. Wait, did that come out already? Yeah. It did come out. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it did. Oh, I didn't listen to it. It did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a pepper. She's a pepper. Doopper, doopper, doop. Oh, my God, Michelle. Do you need to stop? You <laughs> turn into like a Jewish mom. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so we, again, are listening to some Chuck Berry. Would you guys like to get back? It's not a very long album. It's not. Only eight tracks. No. But I say we uh, slide on back in here with I Love You. Oh, this is the song where he just, he's tired of uh, fucking around with. Who yeah. was? I have to write full lyrics. I'm just going to say what they all say in general is, I yeah, love you. <laughs> I love it. It's like Justin Bieber's baby. Yep. I can't think of anything else to say. My favorite song. You don't, do you like this song? You don't like this song at all? This song? Yeah. Eh. It doesn't really contribute much. Yeah. Which it feels I'm like a filler song. It's right? just another exercise in the blues again. Well, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of what he does, and I don't mean to call him a one-trick pony like he wasn't someone who was important in music, but it really doesn't seem like he... I mean, he definitely had a style and stuck with it. I mean, he stuck his leg out and walked. Yeah. <laughs> that walk. guitar... He's more like Stuck walk, yeah. that's what it's called. That's a fucking huge move in music. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Michael J. Fox did a great job in Back to the Future. Oh, MJ Fox. I, I don't know how Chuck Berry learned to do that over the phone. Uh, they never really explained it. Well, that. his cousin Marvin Berry is very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> he could paint words with his tongue. But wait until he got the boys and berries together. The boys and berries? Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit went down. It's once again Johnny Wintertown. Yeah. I was going to say it every time. I think I feel that a lot in this song. It feels really Johnny Winter. Not really phoning it in, but kind of phoning it in. Yeah. Like, he's not said anything other than these three words. I think he's phoning it in. Excuse me. I think he's phoning it in lyrically, but guitar time, I think he's paying attention to. I guess it's hard from this day and age because it all sounds like it sounds so similar that it sounds like he's just doing the same thing over and over again right so it's fine when you have one or two songs but then after a while it's like okay dude like i get it what else you got like when you got a greatest hits album and it's 28 songs and they all sound very much alike yeah i agree that's kind of where i am with chuck berry like there's a definite underlying respect because of who he is and how early he was and he was black so it wasn't easy to be a black person at that time anyway let alone to be doing this music that people considered to be the devil's music uh 
I don't even remember where I was going with that. I don't know where you were going with it. But just that he did it and it was cool, but you I don't have know. a respect for him, you get it, but it's uh, I get it, but I yeah, it's just the one trick pony thing keeps coming to mind. Like he was he was solid for what he did, but he didn't really he wasn't able to really go outside of his box. Do you feel that way about like BB King? Stays in that box pretty well. Yes. Fats Domino. Yeah, Fats Domino didn't really try to go outside of the box, did he? Just, you know, the one through sixes. Didn't even have to. Oh, boy. That was a Domino's joke if you didn't catch that one. <laughs> that was a Avoid dire the reference. Avoid <laughs> He ruins pizzas. Uh, I get it. Like, even as a guitar player, like, I can get... Not like bored. Bored's not the right word. I can just zone out easy yeah. to the blues. And I'm like, I can kind of forget that there's even music going on. Yeah, it is. And then I'll come back in and be like, oh, yeah, I like this. But I can easily just fade out. I can right. zone in more, I think, zone. with other stuff. Yeah. But I do feel like this is kind of generic. And not necessarily in a negative way, because, again, I understand his importance. But it's just it's really like skimming the top at the same time, because it's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love, like, and then just it's basically the same riff with just, you know, throwing some extras in here and there. Zings? It's, it's still kind of pretty basic. But, I mean, for the time, I can't imagine what it was like to hear this. Like, oh my god, what is this crazy music? Plus, plus that kind of music is born out of live. People right. are dancing. That's right. what they're used to. It's like, that's what they're going to put on record. Because the live party, it's what it would have been. Right. And it's like, uh, I heard about the Dave Matthews Band. Like, they're a huge jam band. And for like their songs on record... They cut them down and they right. give you the basics. But if you go see them live, it's yeah, it's a twenty-minute song experience. live, but yeah. it's three minutes recorded. Why would yeah. you pee? <laughs> Don't bite the mailman when he's peeing on a string. <laughs> you sh- you Don't fucked pee up on my Chuck Berry and I got cut. <sighs> Let's move along now. Now we're gonna get I into to give you something different. The last the three time. tracks no. here that we have are live. Mm-hmm. They're taken from a festival in 1972. Right. Let's start with "Reelin' and Rockin'." The song lengths do, at least for this song and the next song, increase quite a bit. Especially for an old blues song, you kind of expect those to be a little more short and to the point. <laughs> These are drawn out a bit more. Not live, man. No, not live. Party not time. Live. Yeah. yeah, they just jam, man. They hit those chords and just keep on going. You hear people clapping like they're feeling the beat. Oh, yeah. They're going. They're when moving I, them tootsies. When I hear stuff like that, this, it makes me picture the old recordings, like black and white TV with just the whole crowd is in sync and just yeah. having like Almost like the exact same amount of excitement and joy. Everyone's just on cloud nine. Just, yeah, like it was an event. It was a thing to go out and do and dance. And it was not like how it is now. Now people would just be like, that's it. Yeah, like you've been saying. (laughs) Yeah, just mention the repeating. I'm fucking with you. I know what you mean, but I'm saying people just wouldn't really appreciate stuff like this nowadays. I appreciate and respect it for what it is. People don't get as excited for live performance in general as they used to. That's kind of what I mean. Like, it was a whole... 
You can entertain yourself all day with fucking anything you want. And now some people even take it as a chore to go to like a show. Like right. But back then it's like, I'm going I don't to have a, a TV. My family can't even afford a TV. I'm, I'm not going to a show. Yeah. yeah. Or even way back in the days, like radios. Mm-hmm. When radios were like big contraptions. They were pieces of furniture. Piece yeah. of furniture. <laughs> they yeah. were sold in furniture stores. Yeah. God, I miss my mom had an old A-track record radio player, and it was a piece of furniture. It was awesome. It sounded good, too. Oh, yeah, that's when TV sets were pieces of furniture that you had to sit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yep, my grandparents had one. Yeah, it was awesome. My dad inherited a 1912 phonograph. Oh, wow. Whoa. The thing's enormous. Does it still work? And crank. Nice. The records are nice and thick. They're the slate records. Whoa. Yeah. The they store. had to be, right? I have no idea. If Take that abuse of hand. Yeah. <laughs> still, you don't know if it works? I don't know if it still works. He, I don't I don't think he's ever played it. You'd be scared if the needle's that old to like, even run anything on it. Yeah. My grandparents had one of those classic things that was like a whole table, but it was yep. a... Uh, a record player. Yeah, you open the top and it's got yep. the record it player. Open the top and like the whole front or like the speakers and stuff. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, it's like got the felt pattern and all that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but it was like a whole table. And that size. was the, my grandparents' new one that they had in the, um, the den. Um, the one that looked like a um, like a bench was in the bedroom. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's an investment, man. It was. That, you walk into somebody's house and has that, and you're like, you like music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially my grandparents had that until they died. It stopped working a little bit before they died. But, for example, the record player was maintained and worked for a really long time. I think it's neat. When That's things, when they built things to be fixed. Right. Right. Things to last. Not planned obsolescence. Right. <laughs> Not just when this is done, throw it out and get a new one. Yeah. Because it's just plastic anyway. This is the throw it out generation. So, this song. Yeah. Have you actually listened to the lyrics? No. Yes. That doesn't surprise me. It gets a little... Uh, it's funny. He, he has, like, sexual undertones through a lot of this What's stuff. What's he saying? I don't know what he's saying. So... Something that's, I don't know how well known it's known, but back in the early 50s, you know, when rock and roll, the term rock and roll was first being used, it was a slang African-American term for having sex. Oh, okay. So like, we're rocking and rolling. Okay, yeah. And the whole song is how he's talking about. About oh, rock this is song says something like she says she don't, but I know she, she does. does. She, uh, yeah. she do. She yeah. do. I knew she says she does, and I know I, she do. The one to eleven thirty makes me makes me laugh. The next, the next verse. Which one? The next verse at eleven thirty. Uh. Here we go. <laughs> what do you think she called him? She said it was, he said it was dirty. She called him something dirty. She called him a dog. <laughs> a dirty dog. You're probably right. This remi- that reminds me of uh, Clarence Carter's I'd be stroking for some reason. Just like blatant yeah. talking. We know what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's funny I mean, how they had to disguise things. Sort even, of. even up into like the 70s, they were... 
kind of disguising things. Yeah, like to, every Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. He's the, he doesn't want to say every inch of my love. Right. He's talking about every inch of his dick. Reeling, rocking, and rolling to the break oh, of dawn. Oh, he's reeling it in. You know he is. To the break of dawn. I all think, night. I think if you were there in 1972... This would have been a blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck If you yeah. were actually there, you would have been oh, having yeah. the time oh, yeah. of your life. And, and that was the thing was, um, you know, like the, the kids, you know, the young, the younger kids really liked it because he wasn't sugarcoating it. He said it the mm-hmm. way it was. Yeah. You know, and almost like he was the, their voice. Uh, you know, like they're thinking it, but he's actually on stage. He's got the balls it. and he's saying it for right. us. Because Chuck don't give a fuck that. And we're all a little perverted, and Chuck was just like, hey, look. Yeah. We all have sex, because I think there's even a time, maybe in the next song, in where the he's next like, song. we all do it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we're all here because Nothing someone sex. had sex. <laughs> like, yeah. So to act like it's such a taboo thing is interesting, and but that's he, what we do in this country, yeah. where and we're all about violence, where in other countries, they're like, yeah, we're not going to show as much violence, but we'll show nudity, because... That's what you yeah. have yeah. under your clothes. Oh, my God. Boobs on TV. And then we're just like, oh, my God, you can't see boobs. That's the worst thing. Here, but watch this person's somebody's... head get blown off <laughs> in like a any war high movie. You're going to see way more than you want to see. Oh, yeah. The way kids dress, you know. Yeah. So it's... And I want to see both of them at the same time. <laughs> kids dressing provocatively? No. No. <laughs> no. Boobs being blown with a shotgun. <laughs> I'm surprised that Rob Zombie hasn't done that. That oh. seems like it's really up Rob Zombie's that's lane. A, Do you a... know what movie he's supposed to supposedly doing next? No. The Monsters. Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Is it Did you comedy? not listen to the podcast? Because he mentioned this before. We have mentioned this. I don't know. It does Do you sound, not it listen? Does, no, it does sound familiar. Nah, What's that kind of It be? makes sense. We talk a lot. A lot of things are forgettable. Lily's going to be like a stripper. What? Grant, I'm just make. I'm just guessing because it's a Rob Zombie movie. No, he'll probably make the niece's <laughs> stupid wife pretending to be younger no, than she really be is. Lily for sure. Who's Lily? The mom. Her name's Lily. Yeah. Yeah, Lily yeah. Munster. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was Lily. That's yeah. so Lily White. Lily Munster. Well, Herman Munster. Well, I know Herman. Uh, I know Grandpa. What's the son's name? Eddie. Eddie. Spike, who's the dragon under the stairs? Right. Grandpa, and that's it, right? Maryland. Maryland. Maryland is the niece, but Rob Rob Zombie owns the monster's car. Nice. See, I think Rob Zombie's an okay guy. I just think most of his movies are not very good. Yeah. I hate his music I, too. See, I don't I like, like White Zombie. I hate oh, White his Zombie? music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate his music. <laughs> I hate his music. Bingo. Bingo. But uh, people speak differently of White Zombie than they do. I love White that. Zombie. Oh, yeah. Isn't it still the kind of the same? Kind of, but kinda. much better. It is really, it's unfortunate how More much human a, than human? a lead singer can ruin a song, though, because the music can kick ass, and then a lead singer comes in and does whatever weird shit they want to put on top. And I don't know, apparently it can't do that for you guys because you guys listen to music more. But since me, I'm always listening to the lead person. That can completely ruin something oh, for I me. Agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. A vocalist can completely ruin songs for me. Oh, yeah. yeah, but oh. for me, Rob Zombie is enough to do that. Not me. To White Zombie. Hey, my moment in it. Hey, I'm Chuck Berry. 
<laughs> All right, we have two songs left. This one is 11 and a half minutes. Let's start the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my dangling. Well, in that case, I've listened to this to one time, and I've skipped it every other time. Really? It's too much. What? too much i was waiting for this because i wanted to know if you were gonna like defend it and be like oh this song's great i think this song loves it i've we've already mentioned the song is 11 and a half minutes yeah it's long this song would be fine and i'm sure the original version isn't nearly this long but if it were like a minute and a half then i think it would be fine because point made but he mentions in the beginning that there are five verses five verses that's excessive. So, a couple things. First off, this is a cover. I'm not surprised. What? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the guy's name was David Bartholomew. It's a good he, name. And he worked with a lot of jazz and blues musicians of the day. And he wrote a lot of the songs. Like Fats Domino. All, all of his songs are by David Bartholomew. Uh, David Bartholomew. Did they call him Davy Bartz? Probably. Okay. Probably. They call him Dave Dave. Dave Dave. So, so this is the first time it was recorded. Was the live recording. And the then they cut it down to four minutes the to make it a single. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I have heard the single the for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They only have one but part. I didn't hear this uh, extraneously oh, yeah. uh, long. No, no, I got to hold a pick with these two fingers. This is the only one I got to work with. We're a minute but, and a half in, and nothing is Well, that's because he's banters a lot, Yeah, the bantering, and that's what I really enjoy about a live show. Yes. Is even on an album, you like a live album banter too? Yeah. I love banter during a show, but on a live album, no thanks. I don't want any of it. Well, this is to give you the experience of being at a live show. Yeah. And the boys say. Maybe it was so. Like for example, I know you guys aren't huge ACDC fans. Not even a bit. But I have a couple of live recordings. Okay. Okay. Should bring one. I put it in the car. No. Crank the volume. And then the girls That's where my best area is. And then it's because I've been to their shows before. It's almost like reliving that experience again. You can feel it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay. Okay. Two and a half minutes in. Oh yeah. I be stroking. I'm gonna sing the girls' part now. When I lean out this way, okay. Almost three minutes. See, and he's got to teach the crowd Bye. how the song goes, so I that they can do it. Play with my dingling, dingling, oh my dingling. I'm on the wrong part. I want you to play with my. Since this is gender-based. So if you're gender fluid, you all guys have to say is ding my dingling the whole time, and the women have more parts to say. You say my vingling. <laughs> because you're yeah. Dracula. Dick starts with a D, dingling. Vagina starts with a V. I'm pretty sure. I would never. Wait, you're not sure how to spell vagina, or no. I would I'm not never but he knows call what one looks like. Shut up. <laughs> I would never call Those it websites a don't call them vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> and they show you the inside of nice brunettes assholes. I'm I'm, I'm assuming she's still a nice girl. 
She just needs the money. People are College people, tuition. man. Good. That was fairly good. Now, but you know it's about six girls down here taking care what of all is the dingalings out there. If this is a cover, but you said this is like the first recorded version of it. This first time was this like Chuck Berry recorded. Oh, so it had been recorded before. I didn't know if oh, it was yeah. just like was in the clubs and nobody like recorded it you know, like the aristocrats the, it was on a compilation album back in the day like early 70s this says it's from 1972 okay. this recording so it, yeah so it sound i assume a song like this would have been around probably since like the 50s is my guess at least yeah, but at one point this song was on a compilation album with like itsy bitsy teeny weeny Yellow polka, polka dot bikini, monster really? mash. Because my grandmother had the album, wow. so that's how hey, I know this song. Wait a minute, Mr. <laughs> hey, a bunch of those little quirky songs like that. The monster mash. I hear that thing was a graveyard <laughs> smash. When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a cute little toy. Silver bells hanging See, on a string. Laying she told it me it was my ding-a-ling-a-ling. Oh, oh isn't he oh so my. innocent? I'm not talking about my pecker. Exactly. He's laying my. the groundwork so oh that my. he can then oh have my. the double entendre later on. So now I can say whatever I want. That's right. And I'm not talking oh, about penis. I'm talking again. about Well, I didn't bells. wash it and it smelled real bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something that's hanging from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference from the last podcast, I think. <laughs> the last Jeffrey's podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, the last podcast has technically not been recorded yet. The last Jeffrey's oh. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how yeah, do we yeah, not yeah. talk about the great getting caught? Ex- uh, Why are you bringing ex- this up again? <laughs> excursion on the next podcast. Beautiful, really. You know, it never Beautiful, beautiful. Do you think that that was, that right there was taken from uh, him and used in that one song? Um, fuck. Cover of the Rolling Stone. I can't remember who does that. Dr. Teeth? Uh, te- no, it's Dr. Something. Oh, it's definitely yeah. not Dr. Teeth. <laughs> Something in the medicine show. Dr. Crow in the medicine show? Something like that. Dr. Teeth is that guy from the Muppets. He's from the Muppets. <laughs> the Electric Mayhem. Oh, yeah. That's a band. Yes, uh, Animal. I'm gonna get. To play I'm gonna get an, an album of theirs for us. Last to night Sam played with his dingling. <laughs> Last night Sam played with his dingling. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Sam. Wonderful. He's like crowd work like here. Well, yeah, oh, but yeah. and also, I mean, this goes back to that where, you know, he's talking about. You know, like, hey, you're lesbians? Yeah, That's freedom. cool. I mean, this is 1970. Yeah, that was really it's still something that was taboo at this point. Only around. lesbians, though. No gays. Oh, no. The next one. I'm kidding. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it. I'm just, I'm just joshing you. He doesn't care who you that are. voice there. Because the he talks about people taking over and making some changes. Yep. I agree. Because... I'm very socially liberal. I think people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Not like hurt animals or anything. As long as you're not hurting anybody. You know. If a human loves whatever kind of human they want to be, let them 
do it. It affects your life zero. Zero percent. It affects me greatly, and that's all I can think about. It's all I can think about. It makes me so mad. Check it out. I'm going to talk to the microphone like I'm Lemmy from Motorhead. Ace of Spades. Hello. <laughs> a little better than earlier. That's basically me doing my pinhead Oh, it's very pinhead. Wow. You even have oh, that... Shit, the hot microphone fell in my chest. You have that weird natural vibrato reverberation thing happening. I don't know how it happens, but yeah. it gets some sort of... It's crazy. It almost gets its own delay effect. <laughs> you can somehow... And it hurts. <laughs> So does playing with your dingling after a while. <laughs> I assume it would hurt. You know that's You're just pulling on a pug the whole time. And pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What? Okay. Did I, by me putting my legs up on the audio yeah, equipment? Oh, so it wasn't just me? No, no. it wasn't. It went out on one ear. Yeah, one ear went out. Yeah. Okay. It's back, right, guys? Yeah. I thought my yeah. headphones were just going out all of a sudden. God, I thought I fucked everything up. Yeah, right, coke gotta start on over. Getting caught. <laughs> what aren't you messing up, Sam? It's me. I'm always fucking things We need to do this whole day over. <laughs> yeah, start over. Starting with the elder. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Dangling. So, were you, were you, you said this was at your uh, grandma's house, and everyone's okay with this song, even though we all know what's going on. Kids play with dinglings. It's just so funny to me. Adults aren't playing with silver balls on a on a string. I remember this song when I was younger and thinking. Adults about, are having sex and does not everyone know jerking off in the socks. This out, but he's talking about his wiener. <laughs> Everybody knows. They just don't talk about it. I was a little boy. I thought I was smarter than everyone. (laughs) I just figured out Buck Terry was Chuck (laughs) Berry. And I had no idea until you even brought it up to me. It never even crossed my mind. Travis is at home (laughs) like, fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) He has no right. Uh, We already said early in this episode it has nothing to do with him because you guys went on a Travis rant. That was also the last Jeffrey's podcast. Yeah, it was. It was. (laughs) Wait, was that the last episode? Yes, it was. That wasn't this one? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Can you believe that we're already ten and a half minutes through the song already? Oh. We have one more minute to go. This is the end. It's a beautiful message from Chuckleberry. <laughs> Chuckleberry Finn. <laughs> I thought you said Trickleberry. <laughs> Trickleberry. You must be. No, my head's not in the toilet, Tom. Ding-a-ling, I want you to play with my ding-a-ling. Sam's. Oh my. Sam's. Ding-a-ling. Sam wants me to play with his ding-a-ling. Bingo. I guess I'm failing as a wife because my husband has to turn to pornography. Yay! That's not a failure. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. <laughs> Dingling has everything to do with I it. I have to look up what song I like and don't like on this. Well, we do have now. one more song, and yeah, you may have been fooled into thinking that we've heard this song a couple times before. The next song, yeah. yeah. And I'm just gonna go ahead and let yeah, it play. Yeah, because it just rolls right into yeah, it. Because that's the song that everyone knows. This is the rock and roll classic. Here it is. Here's Johnny B. Good. Finally, but again, it's so different. He doesn't have the basic. 
just playing what he's feeling. And the man, first man. verse is completely different. Completely different. It's not. Way down on Louisiana, close to New Orleans. With something, something, something near the evergreen. Everybody knows that totally part of the song. Let's we'll just skip that and go on to the next part. Is it, the, is it literally the next is it part? Just the no, it's not. Verse? Is it not. different? It's completely different. Okay. It's having fun, man. So I think that's interesting that even. It almost sounds like he says bye bye or something. And it's like. He's, he's in his own fucking improv world, it sounds like. He is just going off. Keeping it lively for himself. Yeah. Which will translate to the audience. Which people yeah. do the energy. that. When oh, they have to yeah. perform the same song oh, yeah. every night, they like will Bill. change Look how things he, up. He, he would change up the... Yeah. yeah. Look how we play the same songs, yet sometimes change. You're right. Yeah. 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 We change right. it up, do a little story here, a little story there. And you have Kinda to make it, to make it interesting you for yourself. Yeah. Especially if it, if you're playing the same same set in the same town every year, oh, like yeah, you know, like they're yeah. like I've seen this exact same show for the last four years in a row. Yes, change they it are. up, yeah. yeah, change it up a little bit, you know. Paint someone on stage, you know. Yeah. So he's not traveling anymore for a while, right? Correct. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. Is that due to personal issues or just because he doesn't want to? From what he told me, it's because he doesn't really want to. He's just getting too old for that shit. No, I, your chaos is getting school age now. There was a long oh, time. He's tour for a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's gonna do it again. Do it again. I know, because I listen. He doesn't want to leave chaos behind. He wants yeah, well, and to be I there listen to yeah, and I listen to Jim and Sam on Sirius XM every morning during the week, and Gilbert Gottfried is on like once a month, and he is completely shifted from the pandemic to like oh i can survive by doing like other things and not have to go on the road right. and actually leave my family right. yeah, every definitely. weekend so he's now just kind of like i think i'm kind of done like overall touring all the time and it just seems like a lot of people have just like shifted because oh, they realized that they could survive doing other outlets mm-hmm. and not have to be away from their family all the time oh yeah which is cool but I mean, I know there's nothing that compares to playing playing yeah. live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But if you don't have to, I mean, it's so grueling on you physically, and then just having to leave the people that you care about every weekend almost. This announcer guy cracks me up every time. This is his favorite part. Fifteen minutes. Please. That's not even that long. But I guess if there's oh, like a sound order to an upright Britishman. Look, there's about two thousand people outside waiting for another concert. I'm sure uh, lots more of you are going to come back in to see the Pink Floyd. Well, that oh Pink Floyd. I don't know how I never noticed that before. It was a Pink Floyd concert But it does out. make sense because I think I may have actually heard that, but it didn't register and in my head. Because it's 1972, it's not Pink Floyd. It's Delta. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. See, I learned something about the Pink Floyd. So this is before they got to that point. They got all that money right. and wrote a song about this, money. This is, yeah. Still, it's have 2,000 people outside waiting for him. Still right. pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was when, back in the days when people went to shows and in, like, the Who days and stuff when people could be trampled to death. Yeah. Right. Which is I terrifying. I found out the guy who sells me paint supplies at my job uh, was there. 
Really? Yeah. He said, he Will told you me, please take your feet down? Sorry. Is it back? Yeah, it's yeah, back, it's now. back now. He told me the whole story about like how they opened the doors and people just, just rushed in. Rushed in. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you wouldn't have known if you were stepping on somebody. He was like, it was just chaos. Yeah. And you couldn't stop yourself from moving forward. Oh, because people were just moving. You're just being moved. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. That's scary. And then uh, we it's talked about horrifying. frozen pizza for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's a good time. That building doesn't even exist anymore. Because it, it was in Cincinnati. Yeah, they tore it down. I don't remember what. Because of that incident? <laughs> not because Many of it. Many years but before that. I mean, you, no one really wants to have like a, a spot where lots of people lost their lives. A lot of times when things like that happen, maybe not immediately, but they, they might eventually turn it into something else. Haunted. So yeah, whatever actually, and it may just be a new, a, a better stadium, but whatever they had at the time, I know is no longer actually. They do that shit all the time. Standing anymore? Stadium stays out for like ten years, and then boom, it's down. How long are those actually expected to last, though? Because they Six don't. Months. I don't think they build those. Like twenty years. To last say twenty forever. years. Twenty years, I'd say, is a good run on a stadium. Those are expected to have a lot of moving years, weight. Technology has moved on too, so then they have to like accommodate for like mm-hmm. we can't fit a fucking TV that big here anymore. Right. So now we got to build something new. Plus, most of the those things are just uh, what is what is the word exposed to the weather? Right, Absolutely. most of the year. So even they're either like full of weight and people moving around a bunch, or they're just being like beaten by sun and water and yeah, yep, and sediment. And cracking in the cold. Weather of the elements. All five of them. I wonder what yep. it would be like. <laughs> I've always wondered, being someone who grew up in the Midwest, uh-huh. whatever you call this. We, That's what people call it, yes. We're used to having all of the seasons. I, I, I just have never... Have either of you ever lived in a place where you only had mm-hmm. wet and dry season? Yep. For about four months. Where? Florida. Florida? And it's so funny. I was in Florida too. I lived in Daytona Beach. Oh, but you guys weren't together at the time. No, I was in college. Yeah, he was in college. Interesting. Do you like that? It wasn't at the same time. The either. older you get, do you now want that? Because you're tired of being cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, one of the main one of the reasons why I moved back was because I missed seasons. Yeah. It's one of them. I but, like fall. But, Fall's yeah. a good time. Falls. You know, it, that was the big one. Was like, oh, it's you know. September, October, and like it's changing. It's actually way different. It's it's still muggy and it rains every day, and it's kind of gloomy. And yeah, like but everything's still green. Like there's no changing colors. But you don't hear kids screaming and laughing outside like they're enjoying their lives. I like it better when they're inside shutting the fuck up. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, you'll like Florida. No, nobody goes outside. Really? Oh, because it's too hot. Too hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. I don't want that. I. That's why I would <laughs> ideally like to move to someplace more like Oregon or someplace that is more just in the middle. Because I do like, I like seasons, but I, I, like, I lean more towards winter than I do summer. Summer is my least favorite time of year. It's hot. I hate it. It's too hot. And it's muggy. I'm used to being around here where it's like, I don't know what dry humidity is like. I only know what it's like to feel like you're melting and everything's sticking to you right. and you're sticking to everything, which is horrible. It's a disgusting feeling. So, yeah, I just don't know what it, that's really like. So I, I would just be interested in, because I've never experienced it. So check but, out. The but you only lived a few months. Four each. years. Oh, four years. OK, so you got four to really experience oh, yeah. it. Uh, yep. 
and you you didn't like it as much as you like. Well, it was also family, so I was it was just me and a couple yeah. roommates because you know I was going to school, so I didn't have family around. I wonder if it's because like older people will move down south because it's like easier on their body yep. as they get it older. It's definitely easier on your body to be warm than cold. Yep. So I think it's just like more resilient people stay in the cold. I I, I don't know. Colds aren't always so bad. I, I know some people that are older and. They like the cold weather, but I, I don't. I appreciate that the cold will knock out like insects and things. No, it's yeah. nice to have something that, that kind of cleans things out but each it's not year. good for your arthritis. What, cold? Cold. It's horrible for the arthritis. Well, I'm, I'm fine on that. But my I have terrible allergies. So I think if I lived in a place where plants never went through a cycle and died for a while and went away for a bit... Like that would be even harder for me yeah. if it was just always I've, pollen and sun. I have allergies and, all year round. It's not seasonal, so it really doesn't matter to me. I do all year round as well. I just I feel like environmental things from also being in farmland, farmland. county that also, yeah, it's just not great. But I don't know. Who cares? It's the end of the album. We are officially finished with the London sessions. <laughs> Of Chuck, I don't remember what the official title is. I have to look at this. The <laughs> the London Chuck Berry P sessions is what it is officially called, and we are to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some um some questions. Oh. Questions. Answers. Okay, so. Why did you choose this? I'm actually, I'm really interested in this answer. Why did you choose this album? Well, uh, but you did kind of explain it. Yeah, I did. I mean, just there's times when I just like a good solid blues rock and roll kind of. But it's mostly nostalgic based from your parents. Yeah, yeah. Do you listen to this on your own now? Yes. Okay. Is it in regular rotation? Not necessarily this album, but Chuck I'll Berry. Through, I'll go through seasons. Like I'll go through a period where you know, like for a couple weeks, I'm listening to 50s and 60s rock, mm-hmm. and it'll be in rotation. And then I'll go on and play punk for a couple, yeah. couple weeks, or you know, I'll play some Metallica and you know some metal stuff for a while. You know, I kind of go through, you know, like well, I go through waves of yep. it, and then I'll just eventually come back to it. You know? That's how I am about music too. Yeah. Okay. What do you think that each of us thought when you gave us this album? Well, considering this was we we're doing two podcasts together, mm-hmm. I felt this would be a nice cleansing of the palate after the. I'm sorry. For me, it was. To say I'm, it's bad. I'm sorry. For me, it was. it was. It truly was. It's getting hot in this room. <laughs> the sun is. But yeah, the room. for me, it was yeah, a, I, a cleanser. I figured you guys would be like, "Oh, it's not so bad." Yeah, I think it was. Yep. And it was a short album. I didn't necessarily expect it, though. When it comes to like my judgment prior to listening to it, and we can all go around, of course. I was kind of surprised when you gave it, even though I don't know why, because it's just like the most classic of rock and roll that, you know, is popular. But especially in such contrast to Kiss. Right. I think I expected something more along the lines of Kiss. So when you gave Chuck Berry, I was personally a little surprised, 
but not in a negative way at all. I've never really gone that deep into Chuck Berry, so I was interested. Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening to this album? Should be easy. Chuck Berry is going to be rock and roll. It's going to be some blues. And Murray? Yeah, I, th- I thought the same thing. I've listened to Chuck Berry before, so I knew what I was expecting. Okay, that works. How many times did you listen to the Sam? Uh... Two on my own, one with you, and then however many times it played when I was sleeping and I listened to it. Because <laughs> it also made it on that same playlist with yeah. the Kiss thing last night. Was it just back-to-back? Yep, just back-to-back. It was like that for me and I think Anne-Marie yes. as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it went from Kiss to Chuck Berry. Boom, boom. So I tell you what, that first Chuck Berry song maybe seemed a little bit sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't be so mean. How many times did you listen to this? Yeah, about six or seven. Ooh. Oh, one in on the Kiss album. You go six or seven on this. And Marie, how many Jeez. times? Eleven. Ooh, all even. Okay. Yeah, because Spec-back. I, I would put, play the podcast when I walked in the morning. So it was easy to, you know, or in the evening. Okay, that works. I got my basic <laughs> three in. Nothing surprising or exciting. Uh, <clears throat> least favorite song, Sam. Do you know? I Have don't know. You... This was kind of hard to do, but uh, I think I'm going to choose my dingling. Mostly because it feels like it's just a novelty song. I don't necessarily hate it. I just think all the rest of the songs are better than it. Don't hate it. I just think it's too much of a novelty song. Tom, least favorite song. Do you know? Do you want to be skipped? My 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 least favorite, I, I think, is I Love You. It's just that chorus. I just, love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, that's like pretty you, much the I entire song, yeah. isn't it? Well, I mean, there's verses, but the main focus is that I chorus. I don't remember them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he said, "I really do." So that was a little bit different than <laughs> "I love you." Yeah. But really, just really do. Yeah. And Marie, what is your least favorite song on this album? When I first started listening to it, I was going to say the instrumental, the Londonberry Blues. But then after listening for a while, see, I love you. It just yeah. it, it started graining on me. It's just like. She's in the same boat. Yeah. It is really simplistic. They're all simplistic. Yeah, but yeah. at least there are but more. But the l- are right. Lyrics. I love you. And I the love yeah, you. it's I love a pretty you. solid al- you, album, you. though, you yeah. know. I am personally also going with my dingling because I could only listen to it the first time and I wanted to shoot myself in the face. Wow, couples chose the same song. Every time after that, I skipped it. I could not listen to it another time. See, that song makes me laugh every single time. Uh Tom loves it. I'm just a simple man. (laughs) I'm a simple man, he says. Simply amused by simple things. (laughs) Okay. So what, <laughs> Sam, what is your most favorite song on this album? Um, this one was hard to choose, too. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with Reelin' and Rockin'. That was Sam's favorite, Reelin' and Rockin'. I like it because it's that upbeat blues, and I do like can feel the live energy too. Yeah. I didn't notice that there's a pipe right on the beginning or right in the front of the the album cover. Album cover. There's a like and a it's like a tobacco pipe, but yeah, there's a tobacco pipe and like a Sherlock Holmes hat. Oh with feet. yeah, there is. Oh, look at that. And it has blue and orange smoke coming out. Um, oh, I wonder what that is. Uh, me too. 
Tom, what's your favorite song on this album? That was a tough one. I mean, for for a while, I was thinking like My Dingling was was probably my favorite. Okay. But the more I was thinking about it, um, reeling and rocking. Ooh, reeling, rocking. Oh wow. Yeah. Mainly for the same reasons. It's just that it's got the the blues. It's got the the feel. The crowd's into it. It's not as slow as my dingling. Right. If my dingling was sped up and not broken down so much, right, it would have been a little closer to this. But yeah, I think that this right. was definitely strong as well. Because he didn't fuck around. He just went with it. Oh, he was fucking around all right. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, watching those ladies piss. And Marie, <laughs> what is your favorite song? I would have to go with my dingling because it's more than the style yeah. to it. Oh, uh, was this uh, like yeah. a childhood thing yeah, for you, my too? Yeah, gra- gr- I was on that compilation album that my grandfather used to play all the time. So it was more of a nostalgic <laughs> thing. <laughs> Fucking dick. The first time she played it, we played it in the car. She got upset when I wasn't singing along. <laughs> she was like, you're not singing along. Come on. And so I'd sing along with her. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Don't yeah. pee the, t- yeah. the wet blanket here. <laughs> So I don't know how much of this for me was because it was bringing me directly out of that Kiss album, but I really enjoyed the song Let's Boogie, the very first song. I almost picked yeah, that one. That's a good song. I think it has a good straightforward yep. jam. He's not messing around. You don't have to deal with any of that live crowd worky stuff, which was in the songs that you guys picked. No offense. This is just shorter. It's more straightforward. You get that. Yeah. Definitely a boogie, yeah. man. It's definitely yep. a boogie. Yep. I'm down on that let's boogie. So that is my favorite song now, Anne Marie. Just kidding. It's not your uh it's not your uh, album anymore. Just kidding. Uh Tom, <laughs> how old were you when you first started listening to this? To this particular album by about ten years ago was the first time I heard this album. Okay. And how did you originally feel when you heard it? Um I don't know, pretty indifferent really. I mean I liked a lot of the Chuck Berry stuff and just hearing it as an album was was interesting. You weren't necessarily like all on board. You were just like, okay, yeah, because like I said, you know, my parents had records and you know listened to different types of music. Chuck Berry was in the rotation and just every once in a while, yeah, you know, oh, Chuck Berry's on. Okay, cool. Old Chuck. Do you yeah. think that people are going to be able to hear these cicadas as loud as we can yes. hear them? Yes. It's not just going to be us hearing these. No. But to, I'm also going to amplify it. To, <laughs> to be honest, so uh, um. Back to the Future really made me go, oh, Chuck Berry. That's man. Back to the Future has the future. influenced many people on many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skateboards, the blues, hoverboards. You mean was skateboarding a big thing? Oh yeah. In that movie, I don't remember. I remember the, the hoverboard when he the breaks opening. off the kid with the box, and then he. Or the opening Go scene when he's going to school through town yep. on, on a skateboard. Oh, and he's holding on to the back of the truck. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. So um, would you recommend this album today, Tom? Um, yeah, I probably would, but it would be people that like that I know like the blues. I wouldn't just like, hey, you like music. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Berry, you know. Maybe Chuck Berry in general, but that particular album, you know, if someone's into blues, yeah. Mm -hmm. At the merch table meeting some fan, you're not going to go, hey, by the way, buddy, check out this. uh, Check out this live (laughs) album. Chuck Berry. Berry. 
All right. So now I'm going to if we ever. Oh yeah, you should. Now we have some. Would you listen to it again, Sam? Uh, not on my own. No. Rate it zero to ten. All over the rock and roll cats. Six and a half. Oh, half. Yeah. Half a cat. Yes. The front, front half. Of the, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was about okay. to ask. That's better. Uh, Anne Marie, would you listen to this album again? Yes. All right. And what do you rate it? Zero an, out of 10. An eight. Oh, that's pretty high. Nice. That's a high rating. This is the first time um, I actually heard this album. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it just kind of resonated. Okay. Cool. I wouldn't listen to this again. Uh, I mean, no disrespect, of course, in saying that because it's, it's good for what it is, but. Like I said, for me, it was just a little repetitive and just kind of felt like the same thing over and over again. He's a little bit of a one-trick you're pony. You're fine with it. You're just not going to put it on. Correct. Yeah. It's a very good album to walk to because it gets mm. you kind of moving oh, yeah, a little quicker. Got that. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely yeah. is. So, but I'm going to give it a six because I think that it deserves respect. Cool. 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 Yeah. All right. So, Sam. <clears throat> Hi. We each need to go around and describe this album in one word. God damn it, I forgot about it again. You do every time, and this is the last thing that we need to do. So, Sam, one word for this album. My one word I am choosing off the top of my head for this album is Brick Walls. Okay. All right. And uh, <laughs> Tom? I saw Brick Walls in my head when I think Fun. Fun? Yeah. Okay. Groovy. Oh. And then Fish. I'm going to say, of course, piss. I, <laughs> I was going to say piss, but I knew it was going to steal your jokes. So I didn't do it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was afraid you were going to say something about pee. See, this is this is the love that we were talking about at the beginning <laughs> of the, the episode. Unspoken. Uh, Look at that. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's all a, you know, nothing's just ever smooth sailing for anybody. So <laughs> yeah. we all have our little... Yeah. Our little speed bumps and things, even though I don't really consider it that much of an anything. It was just uncomfortable and weird for a while because I couldn't talk about it. But as soon as I could talk about it, it wasn't as weird anymore. See, what are we talking? I don't know what we're talking about. Let's all forget about what happened. <laughs> we're talking about pee. OK, we're talking. About I thought pee. we were talking about Sam throwing the coke on you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's been caught. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> All right. So we are finished with the Chuck Berry episode. Thank you, Tom. Again, Thank you. we appreciate Thank both you, of you Anne coming Marie. for your episodes. And I love that you guys participate in each other. Yes. So I think that's great. It's wild that you drive to do this. Well, we I mean, also, I like that you guys are on each other's episodes. That's one mm. thing I, I do like that oh, no one else has. That's true. It's not that like... It's always a single person, yeah. but we get two people. For each one with the Jeffries, and I like that because mm-hmm. we get I we get more too. like perspective and opinions mm-hmm. and stuff, and I, I like that. So Sam, that's yes. why he's Tom Marie. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. The next thing that you are getting before we leave oh, these yeah. people on this yeah. episode is something I'm a little bit excited to give you. Okay, I don't know how excited you're going to be, okay. but the album is very necessary by Salt and Peppa. Okay. <laughs> So that's what we're listening to right. next. The album is called Very Necessary. Correct. All right. I thought you were saying is that first, very, that this is a very necessary, very necessary album. <laughs> no, but... It's very necessary it works. to listen to it. At. But again, thank you to the Jeffries. We yes, love you always. You. We thank appreciate you. you guys coming out of thank your you. way to Thanks. do this silly little podcast. Thanks for having lunch with us. We're going to have dinner. Yeah. And it's yes. going to be fun. It's going to be a good they little get-together. Yep. 
Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everybody. I got five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>